over the plate. And that ain't skating over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, put your sticky stuff, from any Astros game. Casa Ole. I guarantee you, Jose Lima wrote that song. Uh, he definitely wrote that like, song, but who wrote the? He also wrote the script. It's fresh today, yeah, every day. Like it's like what? It's like a fiesta. Yeah. Is it a fiesta or is it like a fiesta? We want to know what it, it is. It is. It is definitely a fiesta. Actually, no. It's he wrote. He wrote that whole commercial. Like the whole thing was his concept. Yeah, and they're I all like, they're like, please, that. we have Jose. We have people for this. He's like, no. I've got this. But no, but honestly, like a fiesta inside of a Casa Ole is more accurate cuz it's not a if you're inside of a Casa Ole, there it's not a fiesta. No, yeah, you're just sad and you wish you lived you, you wish you knew where like a an actual taqueria was, but but you don't know, so it yeah. says casa, which sounds vaguely Spanish, so so that's where you go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if it's a party atmosphere in there, it is like a fiesta, but you are inside of a sad place. So yeah. they don't yeah. even, they don't even have TVs in the bar. Like you can't like say what you will about Papacitos. Like every Papacitos has the Astros on in the bar. It's always a fun place to go watch a game. Uh, yeah. So shout out to Papacitos. Uh, down with Casa Ole, even though that is our theme song. Please don't make us stop playing it. <laughs> oh yeah, they'll never hear, they'll never they'll never hear this because this is our exclusive Patreon episode. Yes. Uh, do you want to explain that a little bit more? Uh, you have to you have to give us money to access this. That's that's basically all it is. If you are listening to yeah. this, you pledged us money for all of our hard work and dedication, and in return, yes. you have the keys to the kingdom. So welcome to the. I mean, this, this is where the real content is. Forget the actual show that. That the the actual show we do this is this is becoming the new real show. Yeah, no, it totally is. Like this is where we go wheels off for sure. Yeah, so yeah, if you want, yeah, if, if you if you if you feel like that either of us is holding back, and you you probably are holding back a lot on the show. No, I definitely Cause, yeah because yeah, you're, you're a professional. Yeah, yeah, you we, yeah we're not trying to do that. And I'm uh I I actually reel it in too surprisingly. There, every once every once in a while you'll catch you'll catch like a glimpse of the real me and those are usually that's usually me fighting the internet over Bregman or uh, just a terrible bit about sex Easter <laughs> so usually when I'm offensive and it's just like I can't believe he's saying this and you're laughing like that that's usually when I'm giving you a glimpse of what I really want to say yeah so if you, if you want to support what Pat actually wants to say, then it's going to cost you a little bit, but not that much. I mean, I mean, honestly, it's it's four hours a month, maybe five, maybe six, and for for ten dollars. That that's all it is. Yeah, we don't we don't have to sell them. They're they've already paid. They're listening to this. Yeah, it's true. Oh no, so, we're, no, we're no, we're releasing this for we are going to release this for free, but it's going to be it's it's on our Patreon page. So I'll I'll send out all the details. Like, can, can we just do our show? I don't want to do like an infomercial. Where it's oh, like, no, where it's I like had, you like the had, here are the those aren't knives these are knives and then I sell. I had the I had the ghost of Glenn Campbell ready to come on, but all right, go back to go back to heaven, Glenn Campbell. Ah, we'll uh, Glenn Campbell's later, not in heaven. Glenn Campbell's not in heaven. He probably is. I don't know, man. 
Fun fun I fact, uh, Glenn Campbell is actually related to my ex-wife. So shout out to ex-wife, oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> It, it makes it, it makes his like it makes his like glittered pants and bedazzled shirts like a little bit more fucked up to me, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The mother of my children is related to Glenn Campbell, so shout out to that. I'm so I'm so some by proxy I'm related to that piece of shit Glenn Campbell. Yeah, so yeah, his flashy shirts weren't too flashy to me. Where it's like he's just yeah, I'm he's not 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 the biggest fan. Oh. That's true. That's right. that is that that is absolutely true. No, I believe you. I believe you one hundred percent for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're not you're not flooded. No, no, the city is, the city is, but uh, uh, yeah. No, the uh, the Sugarland area, the southwest side, uh, it's got hit. It rained all day, but it just all the hard stuff. It just it. I guess it just missed just missed us for once, which is pretty tight. So. I mean, for everyone that's listening uh, to this that that is straight up neck deep in water, like we're uh, uh, thoughts and prayers uh, for whatever that means. But but hope you make it through. Uh, the Astros are one and zero in the World Series in years where there's like a massive 500 year flood. That so is that's good wow. News, that's a, I guess that's really good silver lining. And it's also really yeah. good that instead of doing a 24-hour charity show, we're asking you guys for money. So did you lose your house? <laughs> I, I hope not. But if you want to listen to these bonus episodes, we're still going to need that $10. So hopefully the insurance comes through because other than that, like we feel for you. And we're going to pray for you, and we hope that you get everything that you and your family needs. We are genuinely upset that you lost your house, but we still need that $10 if you want to access this. So I'm um, sorry about that. Joel... Joel Osteen is going to very reluctantly open the doors to that church, uh, the summit, and and let you sleep on his floor for maybe like eight hours, and before he kicks you out. Yeah, but but you are gonna he's gonna have to lay down two or three hospital blankets to get you to make sure you don't get your filth on his carpet. <laughs> yeah, I sent a tweet out earlier that like yeah, Joel Osteen opened up the he only opened up the church because he knew that nobody could get to it at that time because it was flooded in Greenway <laughs> I Plaza. Saw that. that was very funny. Yeah. No, no, it's just the truth. That was like a fact, just a fact. They, yeah, they, they don't even they don't even put out an announcement. He just like creeps up to like the front door and like quietly unlocks it. It's been open this yep. whole time. It's been open. <laughs> We're open to any any followers of our anybody. We're we're uh, we're just doing the we're doing the Lord's work. It's been open. I don't know. He, he just opens up, trying to convince, just opening the door. Yeah, it's been open. I don't know where all the people are, but if they were here, they would know the door was open. Our door is always open. Just very quietly unlocking it. Just creeps. Make sure nobody sees them in the window. Yeah, it's not. It turns. It still has all the lights off. I don't know. It's been open. It's been open. Yeah, the door's working. Door's working. If you made it here, you know it's open. He's he's wearing the screen mask to, to so that no one knows it's him. Yeah, yeah no, he's he's wearing he wears one of those like studio studio quality devil mask, and he's just like paint, he's like he's dressed like he's he's got like a Grim Reaper type hood on. He's walking around with a scythe, <laughs> <laughs> just pacing back and forth. And everyone's like, "Ooh, I don't really want to go in there. Is that the is that the real Grim Reaper?" And he's like, he opens the door. Yes, it is. It's really me. I'm the Grim Reaper. The I'm the I'm the cousin of death. Uh, you can sleep when you're dead if you come up here. And he's walking back and forth. Everybody's checking their checking their calendar to make sure it's not Halloween. They're like, wait, is this Halloween or is that the real Grim Reaper in here? We don't know. He's like, it's me, the real one. 
Doors open. Come on in if you dare. <laughs> you hear his wife like behind him. Joel, come. She's like just begging him to not do it. Joel, come we're in if you dare. Like a stewardess that that happened to be seeking shelter. Like she's she's going off on the peanuts at, on Southwest Airlines. Oh. Yeah, and he's just the, yeah, the Grim Reaper, but he's like somehow like, I am the I am the Grim Reaper, but also uh, have you all read this book? It's by Joel Osteen. I, he's still he's still so <laughs> like Joel. That does sound a lot like you. Nope, I'm the I, it's me, Death. You can tell by my scythe, I've got the weapon. I'm reaping all your souls. So uh, come on in if you dare. Come on in if you dare. <laughs> Of course, there's no, but there's nobody in there just because they're creeped out. They're like, "Yeah, Joel, we know it's you. We're not, we're not coming in there. It's okay. We'll just, we'll go down the, we'll go down the street to some, just in, literally anywhere else. Literally anywhere we'll else. We'll stick it out. We'll stick it out. Yeah, we yeah. Well, I'll go hang out in this laundromat just because it's a little bit more welcoming. Joel, thanks, thanks, but no thanks. You can go ahead and lock up the summit and take off, take off your, take off your costume. We we know it's you. It's not me. It's me, Death. It's me, the Grim Reaper. We're just here out here taking souls, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> and also, buy, buy my book. And he's like, oh, come on, Joel. Pastor Joel. It's like there's one guy that just doesn't like what he's doing. Pastor Joel, that's just not what the Lord wants. <laughs> and he talks very similar to him, just a little bit different. All right. <laughs> Joel Osteen. Self-identifying as the cousin of death. Is yeah, the, just dressed as the, the Grim Reaper, walking up and today. down to make sure the glass doors. Yep, doors open. Come on in if you dare. We'll, <laughs> reaping souls and reaping money. What? I didn't say that. What are you talking about? Anyway. Anyway, I hope y'all aren't flooding out there. But uh, you can't come in, but can't stay here. I don't know what the saying is. Just, but be careful out there. All right. So shout out to Joel Osteen. Not helping. Not helping anything. Not helping. Uh, so, so yeah, but yeah, so yeah, you know, Carrick, can they just pay him now? I saw, I read, I read your your uh, p- post about the uh, the payroll, which was very informative, and I completely agree with you that they absolutely yeah. can afford Garrett Cole, and I believe that they will they will resign him. I just I, don't. I, I don't. Well, why would? But the, why? Okay, so I love how we just like seamlessly transition into real baseball talk. But why? Why are so many people? And and, and these are just. It's also this harkens back to Astros Twitter and people that aren't really in the know. But why is the overwhelming view online that they have no chance to sign him and that it's a foregone conclusion that he walks? I I just I don't understand that mentality at all, especially when Crane has signed everybody even when he didn't have to to these deals so like what what makes you think he won't sign the, the best arm in the league and 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 there's also incentive from for Garrett Cole Garrett Cole loves this team loves this city yeah. uh loves what they uh, he's a detail guy he's an analytics guy he loves it here especially if they win another world series like why would he want to go anywhere else when, when this is the team that made him no offense to Pittsburgh why? Why would he I, go? I think, why would he go anywhere else? I think it's. I, I honestly think it's like Boris fear. Like he's represented by Scott Boris, and I think that makes people lose their minds. And and you know Boris, say what you want, he'll do what's best for his client. But I I do think that that if 
if his client wants something, he will he will he will try to make that happen. Well, he and works for Garrett. Work. Like so, I, I he works for Garrett Cole. I mean, so like he's not he's not like this. Uh, not to use another angel of death, but he's not like this representative that just can go work and operate on his own volition. Like he works yeah, no, for Garrett true. Cole, so and his job is to get him the best deal. But if Garrett Cole wants to stay with Houston Astros, his job is to get a do- get a deal done with the Houston Astros. And and he Garrett Cole is going to be a two hundred and fifty million dollar player, probably ten years. I'd sign him for ten uh, to ten two fifty. Are you kidding me? Three fifty or two fifty. Two fifty. And, and that would that would put him that would be at thirty nine years old. So then there'd be some maybe. I mean, you have to. That might be a little bit much. But I mean, I, I think maybe seven years is is probably more realistic. I mean, I. Uh, it's so hard because the I mean extensions aside, like if Garrett Cole was a free agent, and looking at the Astros, the the most ex, expensive free agent that Luno has signed as a as a starting pitcher is still Scott Feldman for like 30 million over 3 years. Well, and this is another was, yeah, this is another thing. This is a completely different thing. That was thing. But and, and I I can't remember who I was talking with this about, but it, it, Garrett Cole isn't Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander is on the tail end in the twilight of his career. Garrett Cole's 28. 29. Like, He's 29. Been, he just turned 29. He just turned 29. He's, I mean, just turned 29 this week. Good for and with his velocity and his stuff, he's good for another five, six years. And I think you'd be willing to take the four great years for maybe the two uh, sunset years. If but I, but see, like I, I think that, but I think Garrett Cole having Justin Verlander on this team, I think Justin Verlander is a great comp. A great person to com- compare the two. The two they they throw similarly. Uh, they approach the game oh, similarly. Yeah. Um, Garrett Cole gets stronger as the game goes on. I mean, there, there's there's a lot of parallels, but there's no reason, and, and we don't know what's going to happen. But there's a there's a, a you know a better might say that Garrett Cole might be in that same position Justin Verlander is at his age. Given the fact that they approach, you know, the, they're high fastball percentage guys. They 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 kind of they they kind of play the same way, but they, it's it's they're kind of the same guy. Uh, I mean, a, approach everything. They're, they're kind of the same guy. Uh, you know, Cole just a few years back, and and I, I think it's it's possible that Garrett Cole could be one of those guys that's that's on the Nolan Ryan type trajectory that wants to pitch, you know, in, into his forties. Or maybe not. I don't know. I mean, Garrett Cole loves the game. He loves competing. He's a different cat. He's not a he's not a cash grab guy. And and we said the same. We I mean we said stuff about Dallas Keuchel about uh, actually any free agent. We, if you if you are going to get paid by whatever team and it's it's your family and it's millions and millions of dollars, like go, like go go take care of your family. Take the best deal. I think there's something to be said for Garrett and comfortability. And uh, comfortability, whatever the however to pronounce it, I don't know. I'm drinking so much scotch or so much bourbon that I don't even know, <laughs> I don't even know up from down to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> I, I think that that uh, uh, the way that the uh, the scouting department works, uh, the, the the team, the guys, the, the way just, a, a lot of the stuff about the the Houston Astros that's specific to the Houston Astros that Garrett Cole likes. 
Uh, I, I think that, and I'm not saying that that means he's going to just take this big discount. He's not. Garrett Cole's getting paid. No. But I, I don't yeah. think it's out of the realm of possibility for us to to think that, that the Astros aren't going to be extremely competitive, if not just lock them up before they need to. I, I, I personally think a, a deal's done before next season starts. Like before it even I mean, gets before it even gets into like the uh, maybe not even let them get into the uh, free agency. They might just knock it knock it out and say hey. I mean, I think that that depends on what they do in the in the postseason. But if they win a World Series, I would not be surprised if a deal's done like the next day after. Like hey, come on, let's 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 do this. Uh, Crane is, for at least for me, has given me signs that. He is looking to at least take care of this core and let this core run its course for the next, say, like seven more years, ten years, ten years max, and let these guys do what they got to do, and then maybe reevaluate where the where the club's at. But so far, Crane has, I mean, Marwin Gonzalez aside, Dallas Keuchel aside, I, I, both of those guys were to me were important to the 2017 team. Uh, and 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 great guys wish them the best, but they're not people that have to be kept around. I he's he's re-signed everybody he needs to. I feel like he's. Gonna, I think Springer and Cole will both be re-signed. I think that's true. I think that. I mean, if if you were to, so Cole's twenty nine now. If if you give him six years, two hundred and sixteen million, and. And you work it out to where it, it averages out thirty six million a year, like that. It, it's still it's still within the luxury tax, and I and I think Let, that yeah. the crane has has gotten drunk on the possibility of being like the greatest owner in in Houston sports history. He already is. That it, he already is. Well, I mean, no, less like no, Les Alexander, no, Alexander is less Alexander was great. Uh, no disrespect to him, but uh, Jim Crane is is. Well on his well on his way, so yeah, I won't I won't crown him yet because Les Alexander was fantastic, did everything he can for this team, paid everybody, paid James Harden before he left as a as a uh, like a sign of gratitude. Like Les Alexander was the shit, so shout out to Les Alexander. Great. So yeah, he had he had but but one more but one uh, one World Series at least evens them up, and then we're talking and we're talking about an Astros team that. Is is just going to continue to set team records and possibly league records? But I mean, this is a team that's set up to win for years, and it's really, really exciting. It really is. It, it is, but I think you need to cash in like while you can. I mean, th- this team, you know, they've won a hundred games three seasons in a row, and and they have one World Series, and they they had a, a broke ass Altuve and a broke ass Correa. And, Broke ass and McCullers. Jackie Bradley Jr. caught fire at, at precisely the right time for the for the Red Sox. Well, like, that's I not, mean, I mean that's not the should. only reason, but I mean, the, the Red Sox were the best team in the league all year. Like, but 2018, I, but like, the, the, and we've talked about I this. I don't agree with that. Like, I I don't think they what? were the best team. I I mean, they obviously were. But well, they win 109 the, games. The was softer. 108 games. They were softer than the AL West. Or they win 113 games. How many games did they win? They won 108. 108. And, and the Astros, like Pythagorean, uh, given runs scored and runs against, like we're right there with them at 108 oh, I, wins. Oh, I, I agree, but I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I think they did not get the Astros' best, best shot. 
They absolutely no, they, did. they, they, they didn't, but also the way the Red Sox were playing, and it's not like the other Astros didn't pick up the slack. I know they were, I mean, they were up, up against it. But they got absolutely when the when the series came back to Houston, they got absolutely demolished, demolished. Yeah, I mean the yeah, the no, Red Sox the Red Sox won that series, and and it, but I mean that, but that shows you that how good this team is and how good they were set up, and it shows you that what a flop it was in 2016. And we I was joking earlier, like the uh, I mean that's when we started the pod. Yeah, 2016, and that was such a frustrating year. But they were they were so 80 bad. they were what uh, 86 and 70 78 or uh, 84 they, and they were 84. Se- they won two games. They, there was a yeah because they were 86 and seven. They were 86 and 76 in 2015. So they were 84 and 78 or 84 and 70. Yeah, yeah, 78 or whatever. I don't know. Whatever the math is, that's what they were. But but two games, you know, I mean, over the course of the year, it turned into a huge issue. And I, I don't think that, I mean, I, I guess my issue with Garrett Cole is like, like Crane, Crane said he would spend money. And so far, Crane has spent money. And I mean, especially with the Greeky trade, you, you, you traded Corbin Martin and J.B. Bukowskis, like, you've got Forrest Whitley, and you're counting on, like, that weird, like, northeast San Antonio kid to to fill a major role, and I think he, he still could, but $35 million is not a massive ask to just... For the best pitcher, for, I mean, for and, the and best pitcher, like, he is the best, right now, and, and, and Justin Verlander very well may win the Cy Young, and he deserves it, but Garrett Cole... Based on age and trajectory, is is the best pitcher in Major League Baseball, and right now he's well, yeah, currently a Houston. He's, he's right now he's currently a Houston Astro. Yeah. So yeah, like, no, I, I I agree. So I so and, and again, like it's it's easy to to talk shit for some for somebody else's money, but I would find it borderline offensive to have that person on your team. You see what he can do. He's did nothing but produce. And then let him walk and go somewhere else. And it's going to be to a contender. It's going to be to the Yankees. It's going to be to a team, the Dodgers, a team that is competing. To you have that, and you just let him go walk away. I, I, I would have a I would have a problem with that. The the best thing that unless it was like a four hundred unless it was like a four hundred unless it was just something that was just like yeah I can't pay that and I'd be like okay yeah I see that. Yeah no the the best thing the Astros fan base has ever done. Like and, and no cr- no crowd has ever outdone last night's crowd when he got his 300th strikeout and they st- they stood up and cheered and he got a standing ovation. Did you st- and didn't know why? And then and then he realized like oh they're they're applauding the like. The but did you see him stop and tip his cap and wave and stop like that's like that's a <laughs> he he gets it like there's a, there's a connection there. Um, I, I think there is. I, I, knowing, I do too. And knowing that Verlander, knowing that Verlander and Greinke are going to be there for for 2020, like, I mean, whatever whatever deal he signs, like, he has to know, like, hey, I'm I'm with like buddies here, and Springer's going to be here for however long, and Bregman and Altuve are going to be here forever. Like, well, yeah, well, Springer, Springer, you're going to have, but Springer, you have to, you're going to have to pay on his on arbitration. Uh, but I mean, you have that the, the way the contracts are staggered out. 
they're they're still they're still advantageous towards the team. Yes, they are. And then you have you have you're getting all star. I mean, you're getting MVP level production from from Jordan coming up. So you don't have to pay him forever. No. Yeah. And like it's right. Yes. I mean, there's this is it. It's set up to to be great. And then you've got Lance McCullers coming back next year. So uh, I mean, you have a potential monster rotation. Monster rotation. Yeah. I mean, the the possibility is if you re-sign Cole, you've got Verlander, Cole, Grinky, and McCullers as your top four. And it, it, whatever Forrest Whitley turns into, like, he's going to have plenty of opportunity. And no pressure. But all he has to do is he has to be the fifth best starting pitcher. That's all he has to do. Yeah, that's no pressure. That's That allows him to come up and just try to learn, like, learn the big league game. And I... I don't want to say that I've lost. I haven't. I haven't lost all confidence in Forrest Whitley, but he's he, he needs to prove himself, and I I think that he would probably say the same thing if you asked him that. Yeah. No. He he's he screwed around. But he's but he's been injured. Season. But he's been he's been he's dealt with some injuries, and it's been he's been inconsistent. So I I don't I don't I don't necessarily have a firm grasp on who Forrest Whitley is, and I I don't think he does either. But I think that's something that yeah. we know he's got a plus. Potential. A plus plus potential. Big frame, throws hard, got stuff. He has the potential to be great. But it's like it's like the 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 lack of performance in the in the minors has all of a sudden everybody's just like, oh, he's not great. And I, I just I don't I don't necessarily think that's fair. I think yeah, it, that doesn't mean I mean, he's done. We may have talked about this, but but the the AAA stats that that got Jordan to to Houston with the home runs and the extra base hits, like the, given the balls that the AAA uses, it's a it's a zero sum game. For every home run a hitter hits, a, a pitcher gives up a home run, and that that might not have been a home run last year. It might have been a, a three hundred and sixty foot fly out to center. And and I, I think that the tinkering with I mean there was a report that that teams are sending their best prospects to Double A because they use like actual real balls and not ones that are like filled with a, a freaking like but okay a ton but that but if that's the case why wouldn't you want them to be using the ball that they're going to be using right at least as of now in the big leagues. Juiced or not, no, I mean, if that's the baseball, yeah, no. if that's the baseball, then I don't want, I don't want fake, I don't want fake news telling me that they're <laughs> that they're this dominant pitcher. Then all of a sudden they come up where the balls are a little bit juiced, and all of a sudden they can't pitch no more. I don't want to have it. Fake news. <laughs> I need a. But that I doesn't, but that doesn't make any sense. Like I get that, like, like I get that that's good for pitcher confidence. That's good for for going in and. And yeah, getting your command down, and again confidence and stuff. But like, if if the ball is juiced and or the, the ball's different, and by all accounts it is right. Yeah, I, no, it's, it's something totally something yes. with the the core is tightly wound. I I don't know. Like, uh, where where did I hear? I don't know if I was watching ESPN or if, or if it was the uh, MLB Network. They were talking that in some instances, like where the the baseball felt like more of a cue ball. 
And oh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how often that you you've held a baseball, but there's like a. Uh, it's leather, so there's a little bit of there's a little bit of give. Like you can, yeah, squeeze it. So to feel like a cue ball, that's I, I mean it's a much different feel. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't I don't think that benefits anybody for the for double A to be using. Ac- I'm I'm saying actual baseballs. Yeah, because no, I don't I have I don't have a problem. Have- I don't like when they're saying oh it's juiced. If that's the game, if that's the game, then that's the game. Like then pitchers will adjust. And they won't throw. They'll 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 give you less and less to hit, and you'll have to deal with that. Like I I don't like if if it's the the game is the same for everybody, then then it's fair, whether the ball's yeah. juiced or not. And it, it, for a guy like Verlander who's used to a different baseball, who pitched his whole career with this certain way, I'd be a little pissed off. But like no, if I if mean, you're a, if you're a young guy that just came up and like this is the only baseball you know then like that's the only baseball you know like just play play the game like they still have to hit it and and I don't want to like I'm not trying to air like on the hitter side um, because it it does get annoying where it's just like oh this fucking guy it's his oh he's never played the game before oh first pitch home run he plays for the A's oh great <laughs> oh they've just signed this I'm- guy who's never swung a bat before first at bat versus the Astros it's like walk off grand slam A's win it's like no <laughs> makes perfect sense the Astro the Astros refused to give him a tryout they get they invited Altuve back. But they wouldn't let this guy. They said, "No, you can't play here. You are too short." And he was actually three inches taller than Altuve. <laughs> they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him come back to try out. And he ends up making it with the A's. And yeah, it's his, his first at bat as a pro, walk off grand slam. 